live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Are you guys just stuck at home trying to get that work, that work-life balance, maybe trying to get those kids educated, even maybe them little fur babies or making you trip over your feet? But we are here this morning talking about this quarantine time and our new norm, our, our little norm that we've got going on. And we are the ladies of through the glass ceiling. And um, I will let you guys know that um, we're going to all come remotely. We are all in our own homes. We are all separated. So it's not just two in the in the studio together and one out, but we are all um, out on our own. So um, I'll go first. My name is Janet Cohn, and I'm an account executive at a large food distribution facility. And we will, um, it's kind of say who's going right to left. So we'll just kind of go and Emily, introduce yourself. Sure. My name's Emily Crone. I'm an attorney at Greer, Hers and Adams. And my name's Brittany Green. I am the Women in Business Coach of Advantage Business Coach. Perfect. So, um, so yeah, we're in this pandemic of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And I know um, I'm the oldest, right, out of us three. And I've never lived through anything quite like this before. Um, I do remember the swine flu. And um, there were some crazy times. I was actually pregnant. And I had to limit down... Um, my um the people coming in to visit us we could only have so many visitors when i was having sam and so it was definitely who got on the list who didn't get on the list that could come visit you in the hospital but these times are even more different than those times so first i want to check in on your sanity levels so um Brittany, how's your sanity level going through this (laughs) quarantine you know, sanity level is, um, in a, you know, one to 10, you know, 10 being the worst, it's probably a 14. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I work from home already, so I have a home office. So this really isn't that much of a change for me. What's literally killing me is that, you know, as you guys have heard on the show where you're all networkers, we met, met through our Chamber of Commerce activities and we can't leave or go do any of that. And so that is the part that's really driving me nuts and yeah, my mom actually had her mastectomy surgery two weeks ago, right in the middle of this pandemic. So trying to make sure that she's healthy and quarantined and no nothing else, especially having to go to doctors and stuff like that, like my sanity, anxiety levels, like off the charts. So yeah, what about you, Em? How are you dealing with all of this? Well, I was just going to say, you know, life and goes on despite this quarantine, despite you know, government orders and everything happening. Um, so, you know, people are still sick from other, um, <laughs> you just took a snapshot of me, didn't you? We're all trying to adjust to Skype. Um, no, but people still get sick from other illnesses right now. And, you know, like you were talking about, Janet, my sister-in-law just announced that she's pregnant. And so to be pregnant oh. times like this, it's just, I can't even imagine. Um, I have on this on the scale of easy to hard. I've definitely had it on the easy end. Um, I'm really thankful to have a good, strong support system around me that I've talked about a bunch on the show. So I get time at least every day. I get dedicated time to working. Um, I typically go into the office, so working from home has been a little bit of a challenge um, technology wise, but. Honestly, I feel like everybody at our firm is communicating even better. Um, work has definitely slowed just in the sense that when I do real estate transactions, you know, a lot of people are 
have pumped the brakes on any deals that were they were considering. But there, there's plenty of deals that are still moving forward. Um, I do miss seeing my friends and getting to, you know, see them in person, like you were talking about with networking, Brittany. And, um, but I've gotten to spend more time with my son and my dogs are certainly happy. And then, um, you know, trying to find ways to to stay occupied um, in the evenings and on the weekends has really been the challenge for me. What about you, Janet? Um, so I'm, I'm kind of like I, Brittany. I mean, I work from home a lot. Um, however, I go out and visit customers, um, you know, so I might start my day off at home or finish up at home or spend a day, you know, during the week at home, you know, all of that. Um, so this is totally different having my kids here while I'm still trying to work. So, you know, my business is still going. Um, but now let's talk like homeschooling, three different grade levels, three different kids. Um, so it's really been super difficult for me trying to I, I can't I really can't homeschool. I have a calendar that has their Zoom calls on them so I can keep up with their calls along with my calendar. And each day I have at least two. Some days have three Zoom calls for them. And it's like, wait a minute, this is this is a little much. So and I try not to fight with them. You know, it's like I, I don't have time to fight with you. I have work to do. And so we either save home, you know, schoolwork. And that's the thing. I keep calling it homework when it's schoolwork and you know so it, it, sanity um I'm pushing the limits there a lot of the times um but I'm, I'm still alive and I I treat every day as it's one day closer for us to get back to some kind of normal so I'm how's very true how's this business for you guys oh go ahead em I was just going to say I'm so thankful that my son is not school-aged yet and that he's just focused on playing right now because I can't even, I don't even, I wouldn't even know where to begin trying to work and be a teacher and a stay-at-home mom, and I, that's just incredible. So. Well, I liken it to, you know, so many people, I mean, we come from a hurricane area, right? So, we've, we're used to being home for several days during a, hor- a, hur- a hurricane, um, and so this time it's a little bit different. It's like we don't have to worry about a power outage. We don't have to worry mm-hmm. about, you know, um, can the kids go outside and play or, you know, can you go outside and get some fresh air, um, you know, so it's definitely, we're used to being at home for several days on end, but it's just totally different, and I just don't have the education or the patience to teach these kids if I didn't have a job that would be one thing but I have a job and I have a busy job it's almost like um I have I have what I call a witching hour which is from four to five every day and I have you know I have to check my customers and take care of them and make sure everything's good to go for the next day before we cut off orders and they want to go crazy because they they feel like they've been quiet all day long but come you need 345 or 415 they are hellions and um so I feel like I'm like I just can't it's it's just it's a little much but well, so like back Emily's to work dogs, my dogs are happy because uh, yeah. they get to go outside all the time. And, well, and you you're know, there, right? I mean, yeah, well, and then, you know, I put myself outside with them, you know, just because I need to go outside. So, you know, not to do what they're doing, but I just need to go outside. So, you know, my, my dogs are definitely a lot happier with all of this going on because. Well, and then feeding them all day long too, right? You got to work in, oh, they need to eat or, you know, they, 
or they're eating snacks all day long and I'm thinking they just had, you know, so much sugar. It's not even so anyway, enough about me and my crazy, um, crazy kids and my crazy life because mine's crazy. Um, so yeah, so tell me about your workload. How's work? I mean, what, what's business like for you, um, working from home and, um, how are you adjusting to that? Em? Uh, Em, go ahead. Yeah. She well, kind of touched you know, on this a little bit already. Yeah, it was. So the deals that are still going on, whether it's corporate or real estate work, um, they, I'm giving those priority attention. So I, my goal during all this is to kind of blow people out of the water with customer service. And so if they want a deal to go through during quarantine, I'm going to make it happen and I'm going to do whatever I can to make it happen. So I've been jumping on work as it comes in. The only problem is, you know, there's ebbs and flows. And so when a deal finishes, I'm kind of waiting for that next one to come through because it certainly has slowed as far as transactional work. Um, you know, we have our firm has a, a pretty big client that, you know, multi-billion dollar company with lots and lots of employees. So there's plenty going on with that particular client. But as far as our small business clients and community clients, you know, we're we're still open. We're 100 percent remote, and ready to help everybody. And when deals do come through, we're jumping on them big time. So it's ebbing and flowing. And you have um, you have a lot of kind of assistants or paralegals that work for you, too. Are they all at home? Yes. And I, you know, I, I'm good friends with quite a few members of our staff. That's something that I've always found very important is to have close relationships with staff members because we couldn't do what we do without them. However, during quarantine, it's very difficult for staff members to do their jobs, especially the more clerical employees, um, you know, who typically are copying and scanning and filing. None of that physical sort of work with paper is required right now. Everything's remote. Everything is um, electronic. I haven't seen a single file or piece of real paper um, come through in a while. So those staff members are kind of looking for work, but they're all very available, all in communication um, and, and just, you know, waiting for things to pick up again like we all are. Yeah. And Brittany, you work with your family and you are work from home. So how how's that going in quarantine life, work life and living life with your family? Well, yeah, you know, we, we are family business. You know, my dad is my business partner and my mom works with us as well. And so, you know, the good thing that's come out of this, you know, has been that my mom's recovered enough to actually come back and work with us a little bit more. So that's been a good thing. Um, but, you know, as far as business, you know, we had two client casualties um, that did, you know, cancel their services. Um, I'm worried for one that they may not actually make it to the other side of the pandemic, which makes me sad. Uh, but we actually picked up new clients through this pandemic. We actually signed new business. Um, so, you know, for people who are listening that are, you know, concerned about, you know, can my business make it? You know, by no means are we where we want to be, but, you know, there's going, there are still transactions happening. Like what Emily said, transactions are still happening. We're still taking on new work. And I actually did an interview with the economic development or Galveston County economic development a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, they asked me what I think is going to be happening after the pandemic. And I think we're actually going to see a surge in small businesses either being bought or sold, you know, because I've actually had this conversation with a couple of people over the last few weeks. 
You can have some folks who got frustrated that they have been able to work for the last six weeks. Their business wasn't considered essential, so they had to close for the last six weeks. And that may have just been the straw that broke them, so they just want to sell it. You're going to have other people that got frustrated because they've had to sit home for six weeks and not work um, because their company's closed. They couldn't work remotely, whatever. So they are going to decide to either start their own business or go buy a business. I just think that there's going to be such a surge in small businesses getting started in the next probably six to 12 to 18 months that, you know, we're just going to see this absolute just, you know, groundswell of new business. But also um, there's been such a, um, a focus in on shopping local that is going to be amazing for mom and pop and small businesses that is, um, yeah, I just hope everybody can kind of jump on that train and be able to drive home that thought process. And we continue this, this shop local movement, you know, in when times are good, not just whenever, you know, the country shut down or almost shut down. Uh, you know, we do it every day, not just, you know, whenever there's a worldwide issue. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you guys are um, a solid in our community and in our circles, right? You know, people, you, you guys aren't going anywhere. You're there to support them in the good, mm-hmm. the bad, um, the before and the after. And that's really encouraging. Um, I know in our business, you know, I, 70%, I would say, of my business is healthcare or senior living. And so my business doesn't doesn't technically change except for that I can't go see them. Or, you know, now that they've got patient safety or resident safety, they have to keep a lot of people in their rooms and individualized um, different types of food and getting them more disposables, you know. So I know my business is actually a little bit busier um, than on most days, but it's just sad. You know, I have such a relationship with my customers and I miss them so much. Um, And then I have a good, I would say probably 15% in daycares and then 15% in um, either hotels or hospitality. I have some catering companies. So, you know, some of those are down, you know, daycares are down since it's just essential workers, um, you know, children. So, you know, I, I thought for a good bit, my business was probably just flat, you know, the, the 15 or 30%, you know, being down. Um, But I've also brought on some new customers um, during this time too. And so my, um, I actually have some business growth, um, double digit business growth. So it's um, (laughs) very, very different times. And and like I said, the hardest part is managing my flow without the kids home, but now it's with the kids home. And I'm like, you're increasing your business with the kids home. And that's, that's keeping it really hard. Um, So how are you guys doing? I mean, Brittany, you talked about the social distancing and Emily not seeing your staff, you know, the people that you, you know, interact with on a whole bunch. Um, So how has it been with your friends and your family? I mean, you know, we're friends and it's hard not to see each other, but you know, how, how is that? Um, are you finding yourself doing more zoom calls or Skype calls or FaceTime calls? What's that, you know, how's that been for you guys? Uh, quite honestly, you know, with my family, it's no different. Um, like I don't talk to my brother anymore, any less than I did beforehand. Um, you know, my parents call and talk to him a little bit more, I guess. But like, for me, I don't really, I don't really do much with it. Um, you know, and like even my extended family, it's just more of like a text message here or there. Yeah. Really for me, it's continuing my relationships with my friends and, you know, associates and stuff like that here. So it's a lot more, you know, text messages or group Facebook messages and things like that. And, you know, 
so it's more of a texting thing, you know, and some more phone calls. Like I talked to a lot of people mainly because I think a lot of people are bored. <laughs> so they're willing to talk on the phone more now than they may have been before all of this started. Uh, but like I was talking to a colleague that was in Michigan. I thought it was going to be a 10 minute phone call. 45 minutes later, I was like, I really need to go now. So I, I, I see more of that happening right now of what you think would normally be short phone calls are now epically long phone calls. That's how it is with work with me. You know, I call some a colleague to talk about a matter or a client and we end up talking about everything because people are just wanting to socialize. Um, right. It's hard to do that when you can't see people. So I, I, I've actually experienced that as well. I'm talking to people on the phone that I never talked to socially before. So that's kind of Yeah, cool. we're having a lot more calls. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say Zoom calls or anything, thank goodness, because most of the time I'm not even like brushing my hair or um, putting on, you know, anything besides my morning pajamas and my night pajamas. Um <laughs> So, um, you know, it, it's definitely been different, but I, I talk to my, you know, my boss a lot, um, you know, pretty much daily. So sometimes we get off of work subjects and just talk about life. And I think that's kind of too, I mean, coming back to the professionalism of one working from home or, you know, our dogs in the background and kids in the background before, you know, people were always panicked about, oh my gosh, if my dog barks in the background, you know, and I'm on a, you know, a call talking or something that's crazy. But now that's kind of the norm. I mean, everybody knows you're at home and these, you know, these little critters, if it's kids or dogs or anything, they're at home with you too. So or it's not getting a new pool. Like, that's happening this morning. I was so paranoid this morning that you guys are going to be able to hear this. So my neighbors across the street got their pool dug out yesterday and they're spraying the concrete, the gunite into it this morning. It is such an ungodly loud noise. Well, I've never hear lived close, close to somebody who has this. Like I, I, would say, I went outside earlier so my mom could get a little bit of exercise. And I mean, I literally needed like earphones. I'm like, okay, so I hope they can't hear this. That's going to make for an interesting recording. <laughs> Yeah, we can't hear it. I will say people have been very um, understanding and open and honest and just uh, gracious with how, you know, when Tristan yells in the background, my son or the dogs bark or whatever it is. I had a roofer here the other day fixing some stuff on my roof. So it's just but I, I kind of wonder because in the past, you know, I've had to make a work call when I'm driving with my son in the back seat or something. And people have generally always been very understanding, especially women. But men too and but now it's happened more frequently i'm starting to see everybody is actually pretty mm -hmm. understanding um both my colleagues and you know anybody else i'm talking to on the phone alike so i uh, i definitely miss talking and seeing people in person though because going to the office is definitely part of socialization as well but um personally you know all the gyms are closed right so yes. i haven't been going to the gym i bought a bicycle like right when right before the stay at home order came out and so i've been riding my bike everywhere so if you see a girl on a pinkish bike because <laughs> I, I always wear this like straw hat when i ride it i don't wear a helmet but i wear this straw hat if you see her that's me you can honk <laughs> so um Rhett just bought a bike too because you know they with the boys just had one and so and he always has joked for years that I don't know how to ride a bike because he's never seen me ride a bike and I'm it's like true. you know it's one of those 
theories, you know, once you learn to ride a bike, you can always learn a bike to, or you can always ride a bike. So anyway, so, um, he bought a bike like just the other day so he could go with the kids and he's been out on it and he was like, he wants me to get on it. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to die today. Um, but I do know how to ride a bike. Um, but try it. I did just just a little bit, just a little bit, not enough to nope. prove that I know how to ride a bike, but I, I wasn't ready to die. Um, I love riding my bike. I ride it all over League City. I go take it all the way down to like pick up lunch or something real quick, and it's just nice way. So we do have- you cruise on the bike or do you ride fast on the bike? It just depends. Yeah. Mostly. See, if I had a trike, I'd do it. But, you know, a you know, childhood, uh, you know, like bike accident and traumatic injury, you know, prevents me from riding a two-wheeled bike. If I had a tricycle, adult tricycle, which they make with a cute oh. little basket and a little bell and the whole thing, I would ride a bike. But, no, two-wheeled desk machine, no. I do have a basket and a bell. So, been getting outside. I've been on the bicycle, getting sunshine because we've had some beautiful weather. And it's just something else to do with my son in the evenings or on the weekend, too, because he has a little tricycle. He does. He has a bicycle with training wheels, so we'll go out. Um, I have also been catching up on, like, my continuing education for my job. We have to have a certain number of hours. Hello. There's a dog barking. <laughs> hey, y'all be quiet. Um, trying to catch up on that and just learn as much as possible, especially trying to pick up like a bankruptcy sort of so that if any clients come in with questions about that, you know, we can foresee some businesses going out of business uh, because of all this. And so trying to be able to at least answer their basic questions about bankruptcy and, um, you know, reorganization or even the CARES Act and the potential loans that they could get or they could have gotten. Um, trying to have pretty good general knowledge about those things so we can advise our clients and get them to the right people is something I've focused on as well. Yeah, that's been huge for us too because we've had to, you know, there's been so many changes and all of that. And so a lot of my conversations lately have been with you know, other industry experts and stuff like that, absorbing as much as we can and then passing that along to customers through, you know, social media or, you know, just one-on-one conversations or whatever we can, um, you know, but it's also developing skills. Um, you know, it's downloading new, I've downloaded like two new products uh, to be able to help people, you know, after all of this is over, there's going to be a need. So, you know, we're going to be launching two new products um, in the next week just to be able to help people get through this because of the changes that we're, we've seen and, you know, it's, it's been tough to see what all the changes are going to happen. Yeah. And that was, that was another thing that I had written down, you know, like what does, um, you know, what does the future in a sense look like moving forward? I mean, you know, a lot of times it's like we, you know, can people work remotely? Can they be productive remotely? You know, those types of things with businesses, as well as, you know, for us, we've had to make changes, even though my business might be, you know, slightly growing. Um, a lot of our other counterparts businesses are down, you know, colleges are shut. So business is down. Restaurants are shut. So business is down. And so when that reopens, you know, I think in our business sector, it will reopen slowly. You know, I don't, Unfortunately, it's sad to say that I don't think every restaurant that we had before is going to be able to reopen. Um, And they're not going to, the governor is not going to just raise a flag and say business is open, right? You know, and everybody's just going to be able to walk right back into business. 
So what do you think that the, you know, the future looks like? Do you think that more people will be working from home more frequently or that will change? Because coming from the staffing world, that was a plus, right? If you could work from home, even a couple of days a week. Um, do you think that that flow will change at all moving forward for businesses? Um, I think that it will temporarily. I, I, unfortunately people have short-term memory loss. So, you know, while this is going to be huge for us right now, will probably be huge for us for probably the next year and about, you know, two, three, four years, people aren't going to, you know, like employee manuals will change. Like, cause I don't see, while we recommend it, you know, based on the, you know, the, the new standards that they've, they've established, you know, update your plans to reflect the new standards that the, you know, the government has set of, you know, if you're sick, stay home, you know, you, we need to offer people the ability to work from home and whatever. You, know, you should go ahead and change your plans and your employee manuals to reflect those new recommendations. But I don't see if you're not a proactive business owner or working with someone like us to have help you make those changes, people are going to forget in about two years and it's going to go back to the way it was before. Yeah, I think um, in the legal industry, there's been a shift, especially among among the big firms to implement more working from home. Um, a lot of firms, and I think I may have mentioned that on the show before, do hoteling, which is you don't even have your own office at the firm. You just rent an office for the day and all the offices look the same. They're not personalized. And so you go in maybe three days a week and then you work from home two days a week. A lot of law firms, especially the bigger ones, have already shifted toward that because it makes plenty of sense. You can bill from home. You can do plenty of work from home as an attorney. Um, but the tra- it's a traditional industry. It's a traditional sort of um market. And so it's been hard to push that in the smaller firms. But now that we're forced to ramp up technology and get everybody up and working from home and we realize we can do it and we do have the capacity to do it um, and that attorneys especially are still able to bill from home, I think a lot of law firms are going to go to a more remote, uh, friendly, at least environment. And that being said, you know, hours probably are down all across the country. Law firms are laying people off, reducing hours, reducing salaries. Mm -hmm. So I hope that in the future, when they're looking back on this time, they don't associate the lower billing with the fact that we were working remotely. It's really the larger economy, economic problems that are causing Mm -hmm. the billing because the technology is, is just fine. And I'm in some way, I think that's a silver lining for my industry that um, this happened and it's able to prove to the traditionalists that we can work from home and the technology is there to help us. Yeah, that's a great point, Emily. I mean, it really is. So many people are going to correlate sales with, you know, um, activity or, you know, they're going to. So in a sense, I don't want to say point a finger or lay a blame. You know, they, I don't think those are the exact right words. But, you know, I hope that they don't look at it and correlate them as the, the same action. It really was the actions were created by a pandemic and therefore every, a lot of different areas in the business suffered. So. Yeah. Imagine a world where we can work remotely and our kids are able to go to school or daycare and business all around us is flowing. You know, how great would that be? I would be very uh, productive working from home in that sort of context. But right now, with everything the way it is, it's it's all kind of it's all lowered a little bit. 
Well, see, like for my, for me already working from home, I'm actually, and I hate to say this because I do like going and doing my functions and being out and, you know, making those relationships in person is I'm actually more productive now. Things that I've wanted to work on for months are now getting done because I have that time to do it because I'm here, you know, I'm at my desk by, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning, you know, I take it. I, the other thing that's been beneficial, I guess, in all of this is like, I can take a two hour lunch and not feel guilty about it. Um, you know, I can just take a leisure lunch or take a nap or whatever in the middle of the day. Um, and then, you know, I'm back at it because I'll work until five or six or seven o'clock at night. Like last night I was doing a consultation with somebody for an hour and it didn't even start till six thirty. So, you know, working from home has been an adjustment and, you know, for those people that haven't done it before, it can be, this can be trying. Uh, I know it, whenever I first started, you know, working from home and was building the first business, you know, learning how to work from home was a tough thing to do. And, you know, there's things that you can do to teach yourself how to do it and make the best of the situation. Um, but, you know, I do hope that it does, you know, people do see that you can be productive working from home. Yeah. So I kind of want to, you know, talk about just, um, you know, to kind of wrap up the show is one is positivity, right? You know, we are positive people, you know, typically just every day in our lives. And we are in an unknown time right now going on. So, you know, how are you staying positive or, or how are you um, channeling, you know, anytime you have that, you know, we, we have talked on, again, previous shows about, you know, um, harmful self-thinking or, you know, negative um, thoughts. So how are you getting through these struggles and how are you staying positive through this? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I'm just trying to take it day by day. Um, each day brings new questions and new answers. You know, I try not to read the news too much or get on Facebook too much. It's just, there's so much misinformation out there. Basically, this has been my method. Every morning and around lunchtime and before I go to bed, I check CNN and Fox News and I look at the headlines on both and I see if either any of these headlines interest me. And I also get a, a morning sort of newsletter on legal issues, especially real estate. You know, what are firms doing? What's what deals are being done um, through Law 360? And so I get that and I read that. But I try to stay away from the news. I think it's it's a little too much at this point, And it's really going to bring people down and strike a lot of fear in people that a little fear is OK, but a lot of fear is not OK. Um, I also spend time outside. Vitamin D is really important for your happiness. And then um I've also been playing my guitar, which was my New Year's resolution. And so I'm singing, singing a lot and trying to, you know, get better at that. Um, but, yeah, that's how I've been kind of handling my stress and, you know, the potential depression that could come with all this craziness. What about uh, you so. Uh, well, I lean, I've leaned more on, you know, I guess I fall back into training of, you know, I work on my calendar, I do my time management. Uh, but I guess the thing I've leaned on the most, um, because you know, you have those days where depression sets in, um, you know, because you are stuck, like, especially, you know, we've had a, 
while we've had some really great weather here in South Texas, we've also had some pretty rainy days. So, you know, the rainy days don't, you you can't go outside and stuff like that. Um, Is, yeah, I've really leaned into positive affirmations. Um, I literally changed the wallpaper of my phone to a positive affirmation. So anytime I pick it up and look at it, I read my positive affirmation. Um, You know, when I, I've actually adopted when I'm working on my to-do list is that, you know, at the top of my list, yeah, I write down, like I've identified that my biggest problem is, is that I try to work on too much at one time. And so literally the top of my to-do list is do one thing at a time. So anytime I'm like trying to, um, I feel myself spiraling, all I got to do is just look down at that and I see that. So it's more um, like physical reminders to myself, like written reminders to myself that, you know, it, of positivity. Um, so, you know, if you don't do positive affirmations, uh, yeah, I recommend it. You know, you don't have to be as crazy as I do and write it down every day or put it on your cell phone, but you know, just like, you know, be positive with yourself. Like don't get down on yourself or negative on yourself because life's getting crazy. Your kids are being crazy. Your dogs are barking or, you know, parents are being demanding. Um, you know, it's like, that's life. Don't let that make you spiral. Um, so if you have like that one sentence you can tell yourself that brings you back to the center, that's what I would say to find is just find something that brings you back to center. Yeah. And I'm kind of like Emily, probably I'm just like day by day, you know, every day we're getting closer back to, you know, to an end for this. Um, That doesn't necessarily mean the ends exactly soon, but we just made it through another, another day, you know, and, and again, I try to pick my battles, right. You know, like, do I really think I can win the argument with, you know, a 30 minutes of schoolwork or can they get two assignments done? You know, I mean, I try and and pick my battles with that. And, um, you know, I just try to be grateful that, you know, um, we're, we are alive. We're going forward, you know, and, um, it is hard. It's hard when, you know, people are losing their jobs or, you know, going to lose their business. Um, but, you know, Brittany said it earlier, shop local, you know, spend that money locally and try and, you know, help those businesses out where you can. So, um, I definitely miss that socialization. Um, I miss, a lot of things. I'm so grateful, though, that we do have the technology. Um, Seth sent me a message the other day talking about living in the 90s. He's like, I wish I could live in the 90s. I was like, why? You wouldn't have a cell phone. <laughs> you know? I'm like, you wouldn't have what you have today. So, you know, the kids are very fortunate today than what we had when we were, you know, when we were younger. We didn't have that kind of stuff. So, um, I'm proud of you guys. I'm so grateful that we got to spend some time together. Any last words for our listeners on getting through this, this pandemic or staying sane in this, in this area? I would say just focus on the silver linings that are coming out of this. Know that there's yep. an insight. This is, we're not going to turn into, you know, a Soviet social socialist Republic through all of this. <laughs> we're still America. We're going to be fine. Um, we're going to take care of each other and, uh, you know, some people will go through a lot harder time than others and we just have to keep focusing on the positive. That's all we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay positive. Find those things that, you know, make you happy. If it's playing guitar, if it's singing, if it's going outside, if it's riding a bike, if it's watching your kids ride a bike, if it's petting a dog, you know, find the thing that just kind of makes you happy and just keep doing that. And if you haven't picked up a hobby yet, this is the perfect time to pick up a hobby. So if there's been something you wanted to do that you're like, if I ever had the time to do it, uh, for me, it was I started learning French. So I, who knows if there's ever a practical application for it, but I had the extra time. So I started doing it. So, you yeah. know, 
if there's something you haven't done before you wanted to do, you have the time to do so now. So, you know, just stay happy, stay healthy, be thankful for, you know, a happy, healthy family. You know, our hearts and our prayers go out to those that, you know, are facing this issue or have lost loved ones and haven't been able to be able to say goodbye the way they wanted to. And, you know, it will get better. Yeah. And I mean, again, we are here, we support each other, we support a lot of our, you know, a lot of our friends. And, um, you know, of course, reach out if there's something that you can think of that we can do to help um, build each other up, especially, you know, moving forward after this. And I do have to throw out that, you know, I'm not on Facebook a lot. But um, when I am on there, those memes, memes in today's society, some of those things are the funniest things. And I just laugh at, you know, relatable. We're all all going through it. It's we like, are. It, I just love it. We like sometimes we just text each other in a group text at work about you know memes and, and my boss thinks I'm a drinker because I put so many things on there about drinking and I don't really even drink but um, it's just kind of like that's if I if I was that way I get it. So well thanks guys for coming to me via Skype. We're all together. This has been totally different. It might be a new norm for us for a little bit if this kind of works out and we are technologically challenged. Um, to a degree but we hopefully made it and get this um, recording to air and if we do then I hope you give us a little round of applause (laughs) (laughs) and shout out to our producer Greg who will have to digest all of this recording and video and everything else and you know thank you for putting up with us and (laughs) doing this for us so uh, while he's not in the room with us like he usually is you know he's still here for us for sure All right. Bye, guys. I'm going to let you guys go. Bye. Bye. Bye.